I'm sure we've all had the experience of having to phase out some people in our lives. And this poem I'm going to read you is about one that was particularly difficult because I really, really, really freaking love this person. (laughs) And what I've seen on this quote-unquote spiritual journey that we're all on is that life will often call for a reassessment and... As we make these quantum leaps into new versions of ourselves and clear off programs, patterns and paradigms, some people are not going to vibrate or match where we're at or where we're going anymore and there will be some sort of inciting incident and that will require a choice or it will just be the situation will define that, it will orchestrate that change. It's not really that easy sometimes and, you know, I felt like part of soothing that process, even though sometimes I might have wanted to be upset, you know, by how things went down, at the end of the day, everyone has come along to serve and so have you, right? So your part was played in that part of their movie, their story. And so to at least in honor of that, in integrity of what was good and what was right about it, to sit in gratitude for that and to let that be the decree, the slideshow, you know, the announcement that's made around that situation instead of focusing on, you know, what didn't work and what could have been, should have been, wasn't, won't be, all that. I know it's easier said than done, but gratitude is by far one of the greatest ways to really lay things to rest and put things into a neutrality and perspective. So this is my poem around that time. It's called Goodbye, Dear Friend. When life showed me I needed to phase her out, it was just like a lover leaving before there was a chance to probably say goodbye and thank you for changing my life. I knew I loved her like that when later I ate edamame and burst into tears, remembering how she would exclaim in delight as the green bean would slide from its nest and into her grin. She was a puff of joy, wrapped up in princess, an afro-frizz mop that was a gauge to her moodiness. For real, I swear, her hair, it could talk, She was given to jumping on planes to see me so we could giggle on beaches and devise stories that could change the world. Even though we didn't get to the bit where the heroes do that. She was over-planning and underdoing. She was supposedly an earth sign but spent days floating like a butterfly in dream time. She was post-it notes in all the colours and the fancy pens that she had only in varying shades of nude. Her nose had a little crinkle in it, and any time something crude moved into her world, it would shape her reaction. I swear she would throw petals every time she would tantrum. I gave her one of my chimes, which she hooked over her finger, and danced her way through fields, skipped around festivals, dipped toes into sparkling waters. She was too many questions and too many answers. Fiercely nerdy, despite an exotic extension, she was a black sheep in silks, high to maintain, further to fall. 
So when it didn't go her own way, slightly vicious to all. I know I broke her heart too. Honestly, I didn't mean to. Setting boundaries seems to be fatal in my world. Instead of a sequel, the character becomes neutral. If we are truthful, did we spend up all our futures by creating them all too specific, too mutual? It took me a year to write this poem, to admit just how much I had invested into her emerging, and how much I missed her and wished her quiet blessings. Even this severing was serving an evolution. But logic didn't soothe much when melancholy was the suture. She read me scriptures and sent me vanilla oil candles in the mail, crackling into night times where we discussed imminent riches, encouraged beauty wherever she landed. Sometimes I wondered how I would love her only as a friend, when there were so many reasons to dive into her waters and cover her skin in messages of devotion with her calligraphy pen. She said she was practicing Arabic. I knew, she knew, I saw her as nothing short of magic. Maybe on silent days, when we are both doing cartwheels in the parks across from our houses, we will indulge in sharing a prayer across a distance, as there is no separation for even lovers lost to life's resetting, even if we never lay our heads not ever on each other's shoulders again. It was refreshing to love you. Goodbye, my dear friend. May we move through our friendship transitions with ease and trust that when people leave, it makes room for newer, better, matched souls to come in who can really see us and nurture us. I love you.